I'd like to welcome all of you as we gather together for worship this day on this, the second Sunday of Advent, or um, whenever it is that you are listening and worshiping with us, pretty close to the second Sunday of Advent. It is good for us to be together. Um, I invite you that if you um, have two candles, as we get to the portion of um, the litany for the hope for those who are weary and as we uh, um, go through the portion of the service where we light um, the two candles, I invite you to light them in your own space as well. Um, Whether it's a true Advent wreath or just two candles that you have laying around, uh, both are good. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not overcome it. During Advent, our weary souls seek God's daily strength. The Lord gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. We grow weary when fear overshadows faith. The Lord gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. We grow weary when destructive actions erupt in the world around us. The Lord gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. For all of us feeling weary this Advent season, Grant that we might have the peace of Christ as we wait, the love of Christ as we act, and the grace of Christ as we speak. This day we light two candles. The first candle illuminates patience in the areas of our lives where God has called us to wait. The second candle extends the promise of strength to all who feel weary and weak in the shadows of this world. As we continue our Advent journey, may our hope be kindled as the light grows brighter. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God who opens the heavens and draws near to us with salvation. Amen. Everlasting God, you love justice and you hate wrongdoing. We confess the fear, greed, and self-centeredness that make us reluctant to work against oppression. We are complicit in systems of exploitation. We choose comfort over courage. We are careless with creation's bounty. Look upon us with mercy. Turn our hearts again to you. Make us glad to do your will and to walk in your ways for the sake of our waiting world. Amen. Beloved, hear these words of assurance. God clothes you with garments of salvation and covers you with robes of righteousness. In the tender compassion of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. God's covenant is eternal and God's blessing rests upon us all. Amen. Let us pray. Stir up our hearts, Lord God, to prepare the way of your only Son. By his coming, strengthen us to serve you with purified lives through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our first reading today is from Isaiah, the 40th chapter. Comfort, O comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries out, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, 
and all people shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Cry out! And I said, What shall I cry? All people are grass. Their constancy is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good things. Lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. See, the Lord comes with might, and God's arms rule for the Lord. God's reward is with God's self, and God's recompense before the Lord. The Lord will feed will feed God's flock like a shepherd. The Lord will gather the lambs in the Lord's arms and carry them in God's bosom and gently lead the mother sheep. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is the Holy Gospel according to Mark, the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but this one will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. For those of us who have been around this Advent block a time or two or more, uh, we have heard a version of these words, prepare the way of the Lord for a long time. And this year, I found myself wondering, what does that even mean? To prepare the way of the Lord and to make the Lord's paths straight. It makes a lot of sense to me in the context of John the Baptist. He was preparing the people of that time for the new and ultimate revelation from God who is coming in the person of Jesus Christ. God was to help prepare the hearts and the minds of the people to hear something new from God, to remind them that God had not forgotten God's promises and is sending the promised Messiah. But for us, Well, uh, Jesus has been born, he lived, he died, he rose again, and he ascended into heaven, and he's promised us that he's coming back. And so I find myself most days thinking that I don't really need to prepare, it's all been finished already, Uh, but rather we need to hold steady. Hold steady and trust that God is with us. Hold steady and trust that Jesus intercedes for us. Hold steady and trust that God is faithful and will return to bring about the kingdom fully someday. However, while that's all very nice, that's not what the text says. Even the verb tense used in the Greek for the two verbs prepare and then to make 
his past, right? Um, it includes us in this command. It is spoken in perpetuity. 2,000 years later, we are still being invited to prepare the way for Jesus. Which brings us back to that first question. What does that even mean? How are we to prepare for the one who has already conquered the powers of sin and death? How are we to prepare for the one who has freed us and transformed us into his disciples by baptism? And the more I've wondered about this, the more one particular song has been stuck in my head. And it comes from a couple of different places uh, in the Bible, both here from this story in Mark, a similar version in Luke. It also is pulled from the Isaiah reading that we heard, which both Mark and Luke are loosely drawing on. And this song comes from the Taizé community in France, which is a monastic group. And one of their particular straits is their style of worship, which includes simple, easy to learn chants. And um, if you um, attended the midweek service that we had on Wednesday evening, the hymn that we sang, Wait for the Lord, comes from this Taizé community. And this particular one that I've had stuck in my head uh, goes, prepare the way of the Lord, prepare the way of the Lord, and all people shall see the salvation of our God. And this, I believe, is the answer to my pondering and has the potential to breathe new life into a text that may have been heard so many times by us that we do not really register it anymore. The paths that Jesus trods and created are the paths to salvation. And as you have heard me say before, salvation is not just the pie in the sky when we die, but salvation is for us now, today and every day. Salvation is the hope and transformation we feel and experience and then live out because we trust and know that we have been freed from the powers of sin and death. And Jesus uses delightfully ordinary people like you and I to share his message of this salvation with others. And so I think we are being invited to prepare ourselves to open our ears for the call of the Holy Spirit so that we can continue to listen and then continue to be used by God to share this message of hope and love and transformation that comes through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and it is for the whole world. And the world longs to see and to know of this salvation from God in Jesus Christ. And we too, while we are used by God to share this news, we also need to hear it again. Because sin and death, greed and warfare, injustice and despair are all around us. There are so many broken systems in our world. There is so much pain and hurt that comes out sideways in the forms of violence. And there are many that you and I know who are hurting in mind, body and spirit and salvation has come to all by the cross of Jesus Christ. Salvation is coming to all wherever people love and serve each other in Jesus' name. And salvation will come about fully when Jesus returns and all people will see it and know it. And this promise of salvation is for all of you today even as you are also a part of sharing the message of salvation with the world around you. Prepare the way of the Lord. Prepare the way of the Lord. 
and all people shall see the salvation of our God. Salvation has come and is coming for you again, dear ones. All people shall see the salvation of our God. Amen. We will sing together now the hymn, or Comfort, Comfort, Now My People. Living in the hope of the gift of Christ coming again, we confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. 
We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Gathered together into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. May Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Go in peace. Keep awake. Thanks be to God.